What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, it's another New Vision podcast. Chloe here, and we're continuing on through the book of Mark as we go verse by verse through that. Where we are in the story so far, we're in the Passover week. Jesus has already entered Jerusalem, that triumphal entry. The people have shouted, you know, Hosanna, but now they're already starting to turn on him as he is come in and cleanse the temple and taught a few times and, and just really ruffled the feathers of these religious leaders and Pharisees and scribes, Sadducees, etc. And so he is now being challenged in the next couple of days, the next few days, we have this series of challenges that they are putting towards Jesus because uh, they don't like him <laughs> and they don't really see if he's claiming to be the Messiah. They don't, what kind of teacher he is, he's going to upset their system and they want to discredit him as much as possible. And so today we're starting off um, in in one of the first ones of these. He, they've kind of done that already, but one of the first in this series. And this is one of these, you know, very memorable, should we pay taxes to Caesar question that we have all, all kind of heard, I'm sure, before. And so I'm going to be reading that. This is chapter 12, uh, verses 13 through 17. And as usual, I'm reading out of the ESV Bible. And they sent to him some of the Pharisees and some of the Herodians to trap him in his talk. And they came to him and said, Teacher, we know that you are true and do not care about anyone's opinion, for you are not swayed by appearances, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we pay them or should we not? But knowing their hypocrisy, he said to them, Why put me to the test? Bring me a denarius and let me look at it. And they brought one. And he said to them, Whose likeness and inscription is this? And they said to him, Caesar's. Jesus said to them, Then render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and render to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. And that is a really cool answer um, when you think about it. Because first of all, Jesus is not going to be trapped. That's one of the things I put my, you know, he's not going to be trapped. This is God, the second person of the Trinity, you know, there's no sort of crafty political pundit type trickery that you can do on him. And that's kind of what's going on. You know, to put it crudely, you look at, all right, who's in the story? We have the Pharisees and the Herodians. So the Pharisees, to put it crudely, are like the conservative right-wingers of, of that day, okay? Um, they, they don't particularly care for Rome and, and you know, they, they want to take back Jerusalem, that kind of a thing. And then the Herodians are kind of the liberals. They're on the the left wing. They're the left wing. They're for big government. You know, uh, you know. They're, they're for Herod. Obviously, they're they're fine with the Roman occupation, and they want to appease Rome. And so, this is pretty amazing. You have both sides coming to attack Jesus. I mean, that's how much they hate him. Both the right wing and the left wing sides of those days are coming to attack Jesus and and kind of trap him. Um, and so. <laughs> That, that's pretty profound. If you can unite both the right wing and the left wing in this attack against Jesus, uh, that's saying something. But he's not going to play that game. He won't be put to the test. He won't be trapped. And, and uh, So what they're doing is they're putting putting him in kind of, they think it's a, a you know conundrum here. That it's an either-or question. They think it's an either-or or question. And uh, I read in a commentary, this was a guy giving an example of, 
of kind of like, okay, here, here's what this would seem like to be asked this. And, um, you know, if someone had come up to some guy and was like, have you stopped beating your wife? Like that kind of a question. I mean, that's terrible. Right. But if he had said, well, yes, I, you know, then it sounds like, well, then you're used to. So it's a lose-lose. You Obviously, if you say no, that's terrible. And then we obviously shouldn't do that. And then yes, it sounds like, well, maybe he used to. So they're just trying to make them look bad. It's just really below the belt kind of stuff. Um, you know, and this either or question that they're asking him, if Jesus said, well, yes, you should pay taxes, then he would seem like a traitor. And then the, the Pharisees would be very upset and this separatist movement would be very upset and, and Jerusalem would, you know, no, no longer think that Jesus is all that. So, and if he said no, then the Herodians and Rome would be upset with him. They, they, he'd be, you know, guilty of sedition and insurrection and, you know, he'd be an enemy of the state kind of a thing. So they're putting to him in this way of an either or, and it's like, yes, you're a traitor. No, you're an insurrectionist, like a lose-lose. And Jesus is not going to play that game. And so number two in our notes I wrote, well, uh, what Jesus is teaching is that we should all, what we can take from this is that we should all obey our government, obey governments for as long as you can. Um, we are to, I mean, we talked about some of this in the first Peter podcast, if you, if you go back and listen to that. But we're to obey our governments, even bad ones. That's what Peter was going through. Because God is ultimately sovereign over them. We, we learned that already. But here in verse 17, Jesus says, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. And they marveled at him. And that's a pretty amazing because it's his face. He has a right to tax. And we see that all through the Bible uh, that the government is God has put all governments, even bad ones, in the position that they are for a reason. You know, we don't understand all of them. And yes, there are hard times, and we'll get to that in a second. But the government has the right to tax. The government has the right to wield the sword. The government has the right to make laws and punish those who disobey. That's Romans 13, 1 Peter 2, 1 Timothy. We see that all throughout here. Of course, Jesus is is commending that. And so it's not, it's, well, well yes, you're supposed to pay taxes. And now to the people that are going to be mad about that, he says, look whose image is on that. It's his right to do so. Haven't you read, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm here to be a different kind of savior, not a political savior. So yes, pay your taxes. And then he goes on and he's like, well, then render to things that are God. And I think to us, when we hear that, we've got so used to that, that, that term when it comes down to taxes, all right, I got to pay my taxes. But the image question is pretty profound because in Genesis, you know, let us create man in our image. These Jews would have been very familiar with that. We should be more familiar with that, that we, mankind, are created in God's image. Genesis 1, 26 through 27, that's that rhetoric, that image of God, Imago Dei. We humans are Imago Dei, image of God. And so that is such a profound statement. It's no wonder that they marveled at him. It says they marveled. I mean, that's an amazing answer. Uh, like Jesus is like, look, you put you put this to me in either or, and I'm telling you, pay your taxes, but you belong to me. And so that's number two, obey your government for as long as you can and worship God for as long as you live. That Those are the two kind of points. You know, we can pay taxes and still worship God. And and so, so this closes out with the, anytime we listen to this, and I tend to skip over it because it's debatable and it's, it's really difficult stuff, but 
let's just go ahead and talk about it. People, when they see stuff like this, it just raises the question. It's not in this text, but people tend to, that's where our minds go. And so I wanted to kind of, to deal with this question of what about, you know, what this, what about that? What about this exception? What about this topic in the news today? What about that? Like, when, do we always obey the government unequivocally? You know, what, what are we supposed to do? And I do want to say again, like I did when we did in the first Peter's podcast, that there are exceptions and you probably don't have one. You here in America in 2021, we probably don't have one, especially in America when we have this democratic Republic where we have valid ways of representatives and legislation that we can challenge government and we have the state and, and local and you know federal levels that we can challenge things and the checks and balances and those kind of things and so we have ways that we can a law is passed so we have ways we can challenge that and in legal ways and valid ways as it goes to court and those kind of things i'm not talking about that i'm talking about like these the law is passed you obey or not obey kind of questions. And so I'm not saying there are no exceptions to obeying the government. That's why I worded that. Obey the government for as long as you can. Worship God for as long as you live. In Acts, here's the famous one. Peter and John are, are, are before uh, Caesar, and, and, and they're being told to shut up, stop preaching the word. And they say, well, whether it's right in the sight of God for us to listen to you rather than to God, you decide, for we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. And then again in Acts chapter 5, Peter and the apostles answered, we must obey God rather than men. And so we do have times where people in Scripture, there's precedent of civil disobedience, and that's another kind of weighty term. But um, I, I think as far as the exceptions, when our brains kind of go to that, you know, we should engage in, quote, civil disobedience only when the government prohibits us from doing what the Bible explicitly commands or when the government commands us to do something that the Bible explicitly prohibits, you know, clearly contrary to the will of God, not just inconvenient, not, but not just burdensome, not, not against your preference, you know, especially where scripture is silent, but actually commanding you to do something that the Bible prohibits and preventing you from doing something that the Bible commands. Like, very clear. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not just a, a matter of preference or, you know, things that irritate you because they're not with your particular political camp, which is what Jesus is showing us here. He's not going to play that game. I do not play that game. I'm not going to be trapped in this either or left wing, right wing kind of a thing. Pay your taxes to Caesar. Like, you may not like it, but he has the right to do that. God put them in authority over us, even the bad ones. And that, that's what's really hard to do. And so if you like this kind of stuff and, and uh, you know, we can't get to all this in the podcast and the point and the counterpoint and the debate and all that. kind. Of, I know a lot of you guys out there, you really like the political stuff and, and ethics and, and gray areas and, and debating and that kind of thing. If you really enjoy that, what I would uh, commend to you as a really good book, if you like studying this kind of stuff, just to think about it deeper um, and the fact I said this earlier here in America, we probably don't have an exception. Okay. And so, but, but 
If you like thinking about that stuff, I would recommend this book about Diedrich Bonhoeffer. Many of you might know of him, or you've kind of heard a quote from him every now and then, but Diedrich Bonhoeffer was a pastor in Germany during World War II, and he did the best he could to you know, raise awareness and prevent the Holocaust and, and speak out against the, the Nazi government and that kind of thing. And then ultimately, eventually, became wound up in a, a plot to assassinate Hitler. And so this is a pastor involved in a plot and encouraging a plot to assassinate this evil ruler of government. And so there's your ethical dilemma right there. And, and many people over the years is like, well, is he right? I mean, he's a private citizen. He's he's a member of the church. He's a pastor. Is it his place to do that kind of thing? And obviously we can all agree that Hitler's a terrible leader and, a, and bad government. And so what, what do we do with that? And so I would be very uh, slow to condemn someone like Diedrich Bonhoeffer, yet there are very clear ethical, moral dilemmas and gray areas there that people continue to debate to this day. And so if that's going in a weird direction for this podcast, but that's something that excites you, that interests you, I'd recommend reading a book about him, maybe thinking about that. Look up um, Eric McTaxis wrote a great book on Diedrich Bonhoeffer a couple years ago. That was really good. I'd recommend that to you. But ultimately, I'm, I'm rambling again, but all that to say, like this, this text where Jesus is talking about, should we pay taxes or not, and show me the denarius and look at Caesar's inscription, is to say that we should obey the government as long as we can. Yes, there are exceptions. You can do your own research. And two, we must worship God for as long as we live, all of us, because we all have the image of God. We are all created in the image of God. And so I hope that's maybe intellectually stimulating for you guys this morning. If you enjoy that kind of stuff, shoot me an email, andrew.cloud at newvisionlife.com. I know this kind of stuff that when, when we talk about it kind of ruffles feathers, maybe you want to talk about it more. If you have a question, shoot me an email. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you again tomorrow for another series of debate questions that they're going to place before Jesus. See you guys tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.